Oh my god, Kelly, are, are you okay? Oh, that's right. I couldn't. I'm I called right. the hospital. Right. You weren't there. They said that. No, sorry. They, there were. They said there were bodies at the at Hot House, and I wasn't. It was. Uh, it was the Dread Ringers. They burnt down Hot House. I went ahead and set up a GoFundMe for Hot House flowers, and um, it's kind of exploding right now. Um, let's meet. Let's meet up. I, I think Rabbit is like five percent taking in the room right now, and he's sort of just processing like. Skidamore more time traveled, and all this other stuff is happening, will happen. You traveled through time, I think, Skidamore. Wait, so I'm still in the same world? I, I just, like, I, I got these visions of, like, animals and death. Isla wanders over and, and is kind of looking you up and down, Rabbit, and says, there's a fervor about trying to save her. Save Dronia? Romeo's not being totally and she is interrupted as Romeo calls from the main group and says Isla Isla come here Romeo Dranya always said to us to promote love and peace to those we interacted with right well if there's someone out there that's causing that peace to be disrupted maybe they need to be taken care of what what are you thinking I've heard rumor that the Dreadringers hang out in the tunnels. Perhaps we could arrange something for them. We'll help you. You help us. Fair deal. I'm the cryptid. And I've been using you for information. But like me, like Kelly, me, I just want friends and family. And I miss mine. And you feel a little bit like family now. They say that the cryptid hurts people. Are you planning on hurting people? I'm going to kill every single Dreadringer until I can hold Carmichael's head in my hands. And as you say this, Butch is crawling up the wall behind you, looming over you, and Jillian's eyes go to the wall. I don't know what kind of deal you made, Kelly, but you, they, they, the deals aren't, they, there's ways out of the deals. You made a deal with a demon, right? I'm a demon. That's what I was just thinking. What can it do? The fog petals are made of a specific type of crystal called petalite. It's ghost rock. No offense, Skidamore, my main priorities right now are getting it so I don't keep forgetting Rabbit and taking care of the Dreadringers and Carmichael. Does that make sense to everyone? Is that okay? Yes, yes. And just kind of with that, to dock a thought, I need a lot of money and I can't ask you. <laughs> you know who has a lot of money? Carmichael? Carmichael. Yeah. I, you know, I... You can't see me, but big smile. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Pest Control, an actual play podcast from Alt Haven. I'm your keeper, Sam, and I use he, him pronouns. Today, we are returning to our game of Monster of the Week by Michael Sands and Evil Hat Productions. This season is focused on the community of Norfolk, a town that is slowly losing its identity to the encroaching city, and the sudden revelation to the world that monsters live among us. 
We have a couple of tenets that we're going to be trying to examine this season, in addition to the regular recommendations from Monster of the Week itself. The first of which is show the community, show where it is coming together and where it is fraying. The other is show the world of the myriads, show how the world is different since they revealed themselves in ways both complex and mundane. I'm going to go ahead and let my players introduce themselves. Players? Hi, I'm William, they, them, and I'm playing Kelly Aberdeen, he, him, the Crooked Playbook. And my beliefs are, Nami has assimilated too well, and I need to prevent the world from changing her. Rabbit is too self-conscious to reach his full potential, so I must eliminate what's holding him back. This town could never save itself, so I must. For the city, the city has a hunger that will not be satiated with just Norfolk, so I need to starve it. For Skidamore, Skidamore said that they weren't always a monster. I need to convince them of the gift they've received by becoming one. Hello, I'm Jonas, generally they, them pronouns, and I am playing Rabbit Moon, the shape changer, he, they, et al., and beliefs for Rabbit. I need Kelly by my side, no matter what. Nami is more like me than anyone else in town, and I need cold to see that. Skidamore can't run on fear forever. I need to find people that will show them kindness. Norfolk needs a hero, but it can't be me. The city is a dangerous place, and we need to stay away. Hi, I'm Sam, she, they, and I am playing Nami, she, her, the Divine Playbook. Nami believes that Jillian is not good to Kelly, and I need to split them up. <laughs> it's pre- extremely relevant. Yep. <laughs> and then for Rabbit, this person's important. I need to figure out why. The town has a seat of power inside of it, and I need to help oh. cultivate it to save Dranya. And then for the city, something dark is brewing in the city, and Nami needs to be there to help fix it this time around. Hello, I'm Franny, she, her, playing Skidamore, the monstrous, they, them. And their beliefs, I realize I kind of have to change mine for Nami, because originally it was Nami is the reincarnation of Elodie. I think now Skidamore just believes Nami is uh, their safe person. She is my second chance of righting the wrong I've committed. I must prove I'm worthy of her friendship once more. Rabbit is like me, different, but does not seem ashamed by it. I can learn from them. Kelly is dangerous, not bad per se, but he is one with a powerful entity that I am drawn to. Norfolk is strange and unfamiliar, loud and harsh. Things move too fast. And for the city, Skinamore does not know that the city exists. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's still true. Yeah. And I also think I have been thinking about beliefs. I think I want to make one additional slight change. I know I said that y'all got XP when you like take time away from the current hunt to go do a thing for it. I also think you should get XP if one of your beliefs significantly affects a scene. So, for mm-hmm. instance, the what I'm thinking of in particular is Rabbit being like, we should avoid the city at all costs. If Rabbit says, if everyone else is like, we need to go to the city, and Rabbit says, I'm not fucking going to the city, mm-hmm. I think that would be XP worthy of yeah. that belief. So, worth yeah. keeping in mind. All right, so we're picking up with a bit of a skip forward. Y'all mentioned to me off mic that you wanted to spend the night with the agents of Dranya and then go gather some things to start figuring out how to take on Carmichael and get some new outfits, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So... The night passes without incident. The agents are keeping to themselves, and at some point, they each pull their sword from the fire and extinguish it. 
They spend the night talking in hushed whispers, primarily with Romeo, careful not to let any of you overhear. So, Rabbit, you walk up to the front door of your mother's house in the suburbs of Norfolk. Skidamore and Nami are waiting on Thumper out by the road, and you wave to them as your three moms answer the door. I'm mostly here because I need to change. That, that's, <laughs> why, that's why it really matters that Rabbit goes home is because Rabbit's closer there, uh-huh. his winter clothes. But I think part of what Rabbit's doing here is picking some stuff up from home, like checking in with the family, doing like a, hey, sorry, I missed the meeting. Get the note from whoever's least annoyed with me and is still there. And then like do some due diligence to like make uh, an appearance here help someone grab something from low down and then like grab some supplies to maybe bring back to the agents to help do that stuff so we can do that more openly that makes a lot of sense so picking up some magic supplies sam and clothing as you arrive home first of all all three of your moms are like hey are you okay is everything good like i saw you missed the meeting are you all right is everything like how are you doing like how are your friends like you know your moms are just all three of them (laughs) are like hey are you good yeah and then also you see both Alec and Tissy kind of doting on Meg. Meg is magnet, right? <laughs> Meg is pregnant, yes. Right, okay. Cool. I think if the if the you know, if you're reaching down to help someone pick something up, it's oh, yeah. Meg. That's that's definitely a big part of it then, yeah. Is is yeah. And I don't believe like I don't think Meg would be like showing at this point. Totally. But I do think that your other moms are like treating her with you know with gloves yeah you know what i mean i almost i think that like the other moms are like overexerting themselves to pick up the slack and they're getting strained like they're actually like in more physical pain right now so i'm I'm, I'm picking up that slack at this point yeah i think alec and tissy you notice both of them have kind of like backs Mm -hmm. under their eyes a little bit more than usual and yeah. So Rabbit's gonna do a little bit of big brother duty and then and also steal some stuff from the family. <laughs> Borrow. It's mm-hmm. it's fine. It's fine to do this. It's probably normal, in fact. Like I imagine to a certain extent, he just doesn't want any questions about why he's grabbing what he's grabbing, but it's like probably not abnormal for him to be like, Oh yeah, I need some stones and shit, you know? I think we should figure out where Kelly is. Yeah, where does Kelly go? I I mean I think Kelly's like outside the house. Just like as far away as need need be. Sure. And then like communicating like just are you like, like down the block? Could well, yeah. actually field. Oh, we were talking about a, a yeah a big field exactly. I think you're hanging out. We haven't actually seen this, but there mm-hmm. is a big empty lot next to Rabbit's mom's house that we've talked about in the past. I think you're there. I think you're like kicking dirt clods, pulling up weeds there. If that's cool with you, yeah, chilling with nibbles. There was a scene mm-hmm. with Cold and Rabbit there. That was in their backyard. Oh. oh, I guess, yeah, I've always so considered that, like, not as an unofficial extension of the backyard. Like, it is, like, adjacent oh, to the point sure. where, like, okay. when we, yeah. Yeah, I th- there's that, no yeah. fence. I think that was thing. sort of there. Exactly. It's like, got it, got it. And it's not really used for anything except for occasionally our semi private yeah. rituals okay. and stuff. Yeah. We also have a yard, but it's not. And it's like, yeah. it's cold out. <laughs> right? It is, there yeah, is snow, like on, the snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Kelly is just picking up snow. Like with one hand has like nibbles in his like under in his arm, like in a coat, basically just like out of out of the weather, Mm -hmm. just picking up snow and like packing it, like making a snowball and then like not even throwing it just like 
tossing it back down on the ground. And then uh, is going to call in to Rabbit. Hey. Hey, I just just got to my room. What's up? It's cold. It's cold out here. Uh, Shit, um, do you want to... Do you want me to leave the room? You can you can hop in for a minute, warm up, grab a scarf. Or, do you have a scarf? I got so many clothes here, and they probably still fit you. Some of oh, them. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I don't have a whole lot of my own clothes, really. Oh word. And I and I can't go back to the RV right now anyway. Do you want that brown jacket with like the scorpion spinach on it? The brown jacket. Yeah, that that leather jacket that has a scorpion, scorpion that's got like spinach, spinach? hands. You don't scorpion remember? I wore it to the basketball hands? game in high school. It has like the scorpion on the back, kind of like drive, but it has like spinach oh, yeah. hands. Oh yeah! Oh 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 okay. Yes, I do remember. Yeah, that. it was one of my cousins first, like that she made when she was thinking about that. But because I, I thought it, down. it was, it, I thought it was the drive jacket. But yeah, no, no, not exactly. But it is but similar. But then it had spinach. It's hands. like brown. Do you want that? <laughs> or do you have anything else in mind? I don't know. I've got stuff here. I mean, I'll sure I'll take the I'll take the scorpion spinach. Oh well, wait, wait, wait! Did you have anything else? No, well, that's mind. Gr- no, that <laughs> sounds great. I just shit talking here. <laughs> I think I think we see Rabbit leaving a bundle of clothes on the back stoop. Mm-hmm. Is Skidamore like in the house yet nearby? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Skidamore and Nami. Do you, do you want to come in for like the next few hours? Well, Does that make sense? I don't have winter clothes. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, so I was I mean- gonna say like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone would probably fit Rabbit's clothes as we like discussed, but if anything, Does- might be a little bit, but. <laughs> Does everyone get their winter clothes from like the, the lunar coven hand me downs? <laughs> he probably has tons, right? I imagine Rabbit has like a yeah. huge walk in closet that just like is almost always closed because his like his shape changes come with wardrobe. Yeah, right. So he, but he does still come here to like remind himself what he has and also to put things on sometimes. But yeah, it would make and, sense, I think. And we've talked about before. I mean, I, th- I think there is a tendency for me to show the uh, older members of the coven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's several members of the coven who are like your age or mm-hmm. maybe even a little bit younger. Um, well, and I'm the older ones were younger before. Totally. I'm thinking specifically of like Pink Moon is definitely oh, your age. Yeah. They're, these feel like the kind of people that would hoard clothes. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I know what it is. A hundred percent. So some of it is hand-me-downs where it's like, oh, Rabbit, you've always loved this piece. I want you to have it. Or it's like, I thought it would look great on you. But then like 80% of it is stuff they don't want to get rid of goes into Rabbit's closet. And like, he never even like touches it. But it's yeah. just like also partly storage for like, the whole family. I have a question for you then if yeah. we're going into your house. Do we talk to your mm-hmm. moms? I think we we had, we had we had discussed possibly sneaking you in through the window, which okay, feels okay. like a safer bet. But okay, Sam, so let me ask this: when when I like get home, does it seem like anyone else is still here, or is it just my mom's right now? It's just your mom's. I think in that instance, then. I mean, let, let's talk about it a little bit. We would have like on the way, but it might be fine. I mean, yeah. they, they know Nami, so that's fine. Um, and it, but it's probably fine for them to meet Skidamore, I feel like. It's just like, how much do we want to divulge then? I don't think we, it needs to even be a big co- conversation. I was just asking to like, because we haven't ever been to your house really. So I think yeah. this is like a moment. Not on screen at least. Yeah, I, I guess. And, and maybe maybe not ever. I feel like... If Cold isn't here, Rabbit would feel comfortable and try to make it as quick as possible. Okay. But would make sure they know it's like 
at this point, she's like, yeah, you know, my my, my family's in, in, involved in some some stuff, and and I would just say, you know, just don't don't share anything more about yourself than you're comfortable with. And he would try to make that not sound scary. <laughs> Do you introduce them to Nami and Skidamore? Um, I think it's just a quick, uh, hey, uh, answer like four questions. Like, yeah, these are my friends. Answer three more questions. And if they don't ask more questions about my friends, that's as far as I go personally. I think Alex says, are, are you going to be hanging out for a while? Should, should I make tuna fish? Um, just as for, uh, oh, t- tuna fish, tuna fish. Remember, like turns, looks back at Nami and Skidamore. Tuna fish, tuna no, fish. No, thank you. No, merci. No, we're, we're, we're probably gonna get burgers, but we're just gonna stop in for a minute. I, um, I gotta get, and looks at like Skidmore especially, gotta get, my friends might borrow some clothes from me, but, so I'm just, I'm just here for a minute, but I can help out a little bit, you know, we're just, we're, we, we got dinner plans later, so. Oh, absolutely. Well, c- come on in, come on in. And they, you know, they welcome you inside, uh, and you are ushered back to your, uh, bedroom. Cool. So, let's take an opportunity here for everyone to describe their winter fits. Uh, Rabbit, I think since this is your house, we should start with you, and then sure. we can do Nami and Skidamore, and we'll end with Kelly. Rabbit goes into he, he like goes into his closet for a minute, comes out with like a bundle of stuff you don't quite see, and goes into his bathroom, um, and and then leaves the closet door open. Is like you two go at it, just try not to make a mess, try on whatever you want, try to put it back generally where it is, but I trust you. You're great. I trust you. I'll be right back. Goes into the bathroom for a few minutes and comes out, and I'm going to describe this because I know this is an audio show, but I also do have visual references that I'll send in our Discord. Yeah. Just because I have them on my phone right now. So probably the first thing that you would notice, almost for sure, is he's wearing this huge, long, white, fuzzy coat. It, it is, it is uh, I realize after like em- envisioning it that this is, for those who have seen it, very, very similar to one that Ken wears in the yeah. new Barbie movie. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> is, if you're picturing that, that you, are, you are correct. That's not what I was going for, but it's definitely exactly what it looks like. So huge, like full length down to his ankles. Down to, you do notice the blue jeans, his like ripped blue jeans are exactly the same. Unchanged. They're the one piece of the outfit that is still the same. He is wearing these tall white boots, kind of like punk boots with black laces and black like the bottom rubber part. Soles. Soles, yeah, black soles. And then a big white trapper hat as well, uh, with the ears down most of the time, but he will certainly, of course, fold them up occasionally. And underneath the huge white coat, he is wearing a, a black mesh shirt that is like sparkly a little bit as the light hits it. And underneath, which is a binder with a like moon and stars pattern sort of on it as well, just showing underneath the mesh, underneath the big coat. He looks like he'd be cold, but he's less cold than you would think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say, this doesn't sound particularly warm. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the big coat does a lot, and also the shape changing does a lot. So I, part of my yeah. thought is that, like, since he is, like, his clothes are going to transform with him, right, when he becomes Rabbit. Like, right. it's a little bit of an aesthetic choice. Okay, you, yeah. if, that, if, that, if that's okay with you, Sam. That's totally fine. And then lastly, if this is okay with you, Sam, you would certainly notice, once you do take in all of the outfits, that he, uh, so, so Rabbit will always sort of change the like tint of his blue in the winter and fade to a much more paler kind of gray in my mind, Sam. And as I was sort of thinking about this with the pink sort of aura that has come into his being, he's like an extremely pale, almost gray white with just like a little lavender. 
little Cute. lavender tint in it of the blue and pink um, yeah, meeting in the sick. middle. And I think to some, he does appear more blue. To some, he appears more intensely pink. But to most, it's just like gray, almost white. So he is now just like white snow rabbit ready to hide into a big pile of snow with little like hints of color, if you know him well enough. It seems like maybe he's kind of weirdly iridescent in some yeah. way. Possibly. And it's definitely like it depends on how you look at him and like cool. how the light's hitting him. But um, Love it. that's that's where Rabbit's at now. So Nami, what do we see you wearing? Nami goes into the closet and shuts the door and, and starts pulling down all sorts of stuff until she finds something that like basically fits what she's going for. <laughs> Maybe not the <laughs> like exact color she would choose, but mm-hmm. it's essentially a think like, you know, Lolita dresses and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's uh it's a Lolita dress. It's blue. It's got like the petticoat. She's got like skin color tights, right? And then like a cape that like has like fur along the collar, white fur along the collar, and it's all like blue, light blue and dark bluish. Cool. You've switched. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Although, yeah, Rabbit's less less pink even than than he was before a little bit. And but. I think she like r- she runs her hand across her face and like change her hair changes and she gets bangs and everything and then <gasps> she. <laughs> oh my god! Hell yeah! <laughs> Nami with bangs! Hell yeah! She puts her hair in ponytails and puts the hat on and puts the pony uh, pigtails uh, through the oh. the hat and like comes on out. I love this dress and I have it in Final Fantasy 14, I think. No way. <laughs> Not Sam, exactly, I, but <laughs> I love that both beautiful. of your characters, despite their differences, as the show progresses, tend towards ponytails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's very good yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skidamore, what are you wearing? So Skidamore actually lets their nose kind of pick out what they end up wearing because they whatever ends up smelling kind of the most like comforting to them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so they end up finding a gray onesie. I don't have any reference picks right now on hand, but maybe I can find some later. That's okay. A gray onesie. And then also over the onesie, a blue puffy vest. Love it. And then they're going to be wearing like purple sock slippers just because I'm thinking you know, with their rat feet, the thing mm-hmm. that would be the most flexible because like not shoe shoes, but um, they're, yeah, they found a pair of purple socks slippers that have the, like you could walk outside on them. Um, yeah. They have the, uh, so yeah, just kind of, kind of like basic neutral colors, but um, very hey, warm. Does Skidamore have a tail? Yes. And so, yes. yeah, okay. yeah. A, a hole would have been ripped so they like open. Rip, they rip a little <laughs> hole at the back of the... Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Love it. What is the... Could you just like lightly describe the style of onesie that you're talking about? Yeah. It's almost like PJ. Sure, pajama yeah, yeah. onesie. That's kind of what I'm picturing, yeah. Like long johns almost. Is that, almost. I, is that the right thing? Yeah, with yeah. a zipper up the back. Totally. And very, very soft fabric mm-hmm. on the outside and inside. Although Skidamore having fur is already pretty insulated. Mm -hmm. Sure. Are they wearing anything on their head? I don't, I don't think so. Only because I think Skidamore does just rely heavily on like hearing and like Mm -hmm. wanting to make sure that nothing is obscuring that. 
I have just one thing I realized. The, the, the hat Rabbit's wearing does have, like, holes cut out for his little crescent moon horns. The flaps cover them when they're up. <laughs> I love how... Got it. Sounds good. <laughs> Both people who have hats have holes in their hats now. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Kelly, what are you wearing? So Kelly is is wearing a a black trench coat where the co- the collar like comes up to like the cheekbones has on a a black beanie that is like sagging off the back of his head and has an oversized like scarf like one of those big <laughs> scarves that's basically a shawl like oh, a Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch scarf I'm thinking yeah. Lenny Kravitz the yeah, like Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we all know the human sized Lenny Kravitz scarf yeah like like that and all of this is like black or dark gray mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. just with some black joggers and black insulated like military boots cool love it i want to add just a quick detail just for the fashion bit most of these clothes could have come from any of us you can think about it if you want to as you meet other witches but i do what skidamore described i do think was rabbits when he was smaller like at least the onesie Great. if not the whole shebang just makes sense to me i love and it that. would make sense because it smells like you and yeah i do have a question is there at any point while we're in Rabbit's house that Skidamore would get any hints or clues to people outside of their moms? Like, would there would there be any evidence of cold around? It's not he- not here. Okay. I, I mean, like, there's evidence of other people. Sure, like they just had a meeting here. So there, there's mm-hmm. maybe there's a bunch of chairs that are still like set up in the backyard or something. Yeah, no, I was I, I mean, it would have to be obvious like if no, if OK, cool, cool, cool. No, there's nothing like cold's not here. There's no yeah. there's no, you know, business card like and she's, oh, she's nothing. Nothing that would set off the alarms that no, that she OK, she is she's careful. Was the name that Butch gave Skidamore Rosa Kalyani? Yes. yes. So, okay. So, yeah, then especially, no. It's okay. like at most you might, I think I might have an item or two from Cold in the closet, but like that would be the closest. So, Kelly, you get a ping on your phone. What does your contact information for the Mothman say? Like when the Mothman calls me or something? What yeah. what does it say, say so when the Mothman calls? <laughs> does it say the Mothman? Does it say oh, uh, Jimmy Domo? Does it just have an unnamed number? It, say, it says JD. JD. Okay, great. <laughs> what a picture of scrubs anyway. Yeah. Then you get a ping, a text from JD. And it says, have information. Where should I meet you? I text back. Oh, invite him over. You know what? We're we're about to leave here. Meet us in the tunnels at this like exact tunnel location in in this spot. Okay. Meet you there. Really quick. Do we know did Art Young leave? Or is not, Art Young still at? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Before we head to the tunnels, I'm going to pay Art Young a visit. Okay. Nami, Rabbit, and Skidamore. Yeah. The three of you are in the tunnels beneath the divot, preparing this magical ritual. What does it look like? So we're, and let's like, I mean, Sam, you're the wizard, so we can like talk about, <laughs> but like I, we, we had talked about having something that can basically be a, a pocket teleportation, I think would be good yeah. sure. to get. I think having one to bring us 
to wherever we think is safe for all of us to meet up is good. And having, if we can, a secondary one if we need to split. But for sure, like an an escape, an escape route, if there's like a, like how, so Nami has like the pocket dimension thing, right? Where I need what I need, where I need it. If there's a way to like temporarily or minimally extend that beyond the reach of Nami herself, that might be good. These both sound like use magic roles to me. And Mm -hmm. the only member of you with use magic is one Miss Nami. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. But I can help. Where do you want to start? What what is Skidamore's alternative weird move? It hasn't come up yet. Oh, okay. Never mind. (laughs) So Nami, what are you rolling for first? Okay, so we want like a teleportation portal stone, basically, right? Yeah. I mean, to me, this sounds like what you're doing is rolling use magic, and the effect you're trying for is enchant a weapon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or do one thing that is beyond object. human limitations. Yeah. Like something like that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm okay mm-hmm. just saying like you're casting the spell to to do this. With the understanding that like if it goes wrong, it goes wrong the same way a use magic spell always okay. can. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll do that. I'll roll for it. Here we go. And okay. I, I'm preparing to help out because I, I imagine it, if, if that's possible, if like we're imbuing things from home and stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to roll plus cool. Okay. Okay. So Nami, what did you roll? I rolled an 11. And I rolled a 10. So I do help. Great. Yeah, you definitely, Mm -hmm. you definitely do help. Nami, I I think it's easy here, especially with the other agents of Dranya here. There is word amongst them that Valentina is on her way. So Mm. that's something to note. But with their help and with Rabbit's expertise in this area, you manage to create two little snap sticks of teleportation. They're quite similar, I think, to what we saw last season, some of the VacuCon members using. Mm-hmm. But I imagine there is some element of <laughs> of Dranyik flair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to tell me what that looks like when one of them gets used. But you have okay. two of them. Cool. And then do we need to determine the location now of where those are attuned to? Or is yes, that like... you should okay. tell me now. What are your thoughts on that, Sam and Franny also, if you have them, of course? I think because Elodie and the water tower are taking up so much of Skidamore's just like mental space thinking about it, would there be some way that they could jinx the teleportation to like <laughs> open up to the water tower? I think you can definitely make oh that roll. Oh my god, that's cool. So, your your options for Jinx are interfere with a hunter, giving them minus one forward, help a hunter, giving them plus one forward by interfering with their enemy, interfere with what a monster, minion, or bystander is trying to do, inflict one harm on the target due to an accident, the target finds something you left for them, or the target loses something that you will soon find. This is not technically how this is supposed to work, but I think this is interfere with a hunter. Yeah, I definitely, most directly, yeah. It's, I mean, you're yeah. you're not giving the them spirit the of interfere minus with a hunter, one yeah. forward, but you, like that's what you're doing here, it seems like. So yeah, give me your roll, Skidamore. Uh, I got a 10. All right, on a 10, hold two. I'm assuming you're using one of these to interfere with a hunter. Do you want to use the other one now or do you want to hang on to it? I'll hang on to it. Great. Sounds good. 
So yeah, unbeknownst to everyone else here, one of these teleportation sticks now leads directly to the water tower. They look like glow sticks. Right. <laughs> I love it. Are they pink? <laughs> yes. Okay, great. <laughs> cool. Do they are they like they're not quite cracked yet, so you crack it to teleport and then it fully yes. glows? Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's dangerous because someone might just want to crack it because it's fun. It has a safeguard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go it's, to crack it, and it's not fun to like, crack at all. <laughs> that thing pops up, and it's like, "Are you sure? Are you mm-hmm. sure about that? Are you sure you want to yeah. do that?" Okay, like so, I made a thing. What do you want me to do with it? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I like we could, we could come back here, but like, do you, there's like a lot of people here. I yeah, like I mean, I I know a place like at home. I could, we could, we could link it to if you can pull that from like my my memory and stuff, but. If you have anything better, it might be better because I, I don't know if it's a great spot for bringing us to, you know. I just feel like, so like my house got burned down, so I don't really have a place. Yeah. Do you, I guess here's a question. Do you think it would be safe to do it here or should we find somewhere else? No, because I, I'm going to look at the other agents and then I'll look back at Rabbit and quietly be like, I don't really trust Valentina. That's kind of what I was thinking. Fair. Um, yeah. I guess, yeah, I mean, can, if I, like, really hard focus on home, can you, like, pull that from me and put it in there, you know? Like, does that work? Where, like, the home that we were just in? There's, yeah, there's, like, a, there's, like, a, there's a special part of my home that you, that you haven't seen and maybe won't even, but, um. I can put it in your closet. I've been there. That's true. I, I just get a lot of traffic in there, you know? In your closet? There's, there's a place I, there's a place you haven't been that I have been. I don't know if that works. Can you so. describe it to me? I can try to find it. Sam Richardson, if Rabbit describes his hovel, could this work? So what will happen here is Nami will make another use magic roll to see another place or time. Okay. I think that's what is going to happen. And Rabbit's going to try to describe it in a way that gets Nami like connected to this place without giving detail about like location in Norfolk, if that makes sense. Yep. And he is in doing that describing, you know, the way that it smells, the way the sounds of like the highway maybe go and like, but like in a more poetic way of how that trickles down to him. He describes that shaft of light coming in, of course, from like the the, the crack in the freeway. He describes this large metal rusted like device of some kind Uh, he describes piles of dirt and describes like the feeling of laying down in the dirt and looking up at the moon what it what it feels and smells and sounds like when rain comes through and like a little strip down the middle that kind of peters off things like that without saying he lives in a a little hovel under the freeway that was a construction site Mm -hmm. so nami go ahead and roll use magic and rabbit you can roll help out i'd like to help out again yeah Okay, that's a five. So I rolled a six to help out. Nami? I rolled an eight. Okay. What is your glitch here, Nami? This is for seeing the hovel, basically. Yes. It is of short duration. Then I think it is just a flash that is burned into your eyelids here, Nami. You just blink and you see this place for one instant while your eyes are closed. The problem is you didn't get enough detail from that. Your snapstick will take you somewhere nearby. Okay. It is not guaranteed to take you to the hovel itself. 
Yeah, that totally worked. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Rabbit. Great. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and mark experience. Okay, that's right. I guess I should. As you feel something bite your ankle. Ah, rats. What is it? It is indeed a rat. What rats? You look, ah. <laughs> you look down and see that the ground is teeming with rats that have begun to flood into the tunnels here. And Rabbit, I need you to make a roll for me. Mm-hmm, I just did. This move <laughs> is called Vinificium Canamorsus, or the poison of the dog's bite. When a hunter suffers harm from either the knight's sword or one of the knight's minions, they must roll plus weird. So go ahead and roll plus weird for Have me. I suffered harm? How much? Yes, you did. This this rat just bit you. Uh, one harm, I think. I have two armor. Huh. Invincible. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I, I'll, I'll take I, that. I'm sorry. I'll take I'm, that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's, that's why you take armor. Good point. Yeah. Let me go ahead and just read the rest of this move. Sure. What, what so that you happened? know how yeah. bad it can get. Yeah. <laughs> On a 12 plus. You are now immune to this ability. You no longer need to make a roll when suffering harm from one of the knight's minions or sword. On a 10 plus, you avoid the effects of the poison. On a seven to nine, choose one. You may not take the same choice twice. There are four options. Poisoned. You can feel the poison sinking in. Immediately mark unstable regardless of your level of harm. The poisoned hunter must mark a point of harm on all rolls they make for physical actions unless they roll a 10 plus. This effect is only removed after the hunter returns to zero harm or spends a full day resting. Marked. You are now marked by the knight's horde. They all know where you are at all times and they are compelled to hunt you. Mutated. The creature that bit you absorbs a bit of your essence. The keeper will tell you how it changes and what new abilities it has. Cursed. Your touch leaves behind a dark stain. Whenever you roll help out, you automatically do one harm ignore armor to the hunter you're helping. If another hunter rolls help out to aid you, they must take one harm ignore armor. Wow. On a miss, choose one of the seven to nine options. You take the other three. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, is this a flat roll? That's Plus weird. a weird roll. Yeah. Plus weird? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, good. My zero. It's, it's, don't worry, Sam. Rabbit's immune to poison, so. Kelly, you arrive outside of Art Young's apartment complex. Are you on the balcony or are you yes. walking up the... Okay, all right, great. You're on the balcony. It doesn't look like there's anybody in the living room currently, but you see moving boxes. Things are being packed up. I'm just going to tap on the glass. There's no reply for a moment, and then you see someone peek around the corner. It is Art Young, and he like sees you... Waving. Are you in the cryptid attire or are you dressed as Kelly? Dressed as Kelly. Okay, great. Dressed as Kelly is a good band name. He drops the gun that he had had to his side Mm -hmm. and then comes around the corner and unlocks the balcony door and slides it open for you. And he says, 
I don't appreciate being dropped in on. Could you tell me next time? Uh, no. You almost just got a bullet. Well, sure. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, you going somewhere? I'm leaving. Took me a while to find somewhere we could go, but I think I've got it. Christopher and I are not safe here anymore. Uh, and that's because of... The Dreadringers? Rosa? Uh, okay, cool. How about... How about we take care of it? What do you mean? I need you to tell me some information about Carmichael. Because I know you worked for him. And in doing that, I don't know, we can figure out something with, with Rosa. Uh, but I can definitely get Carmichael off of you. I think this is manipulate someone here, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Would you roll that for me? My worst step. Mm-hmm. And you have no one here to help you. And you have no one here to help you. Okay. I can't remember. If I fail a roll and use luck, do I get an experience point? No. 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 You okay, cool. All right. <laughs> Why do you ask? <laughs> well, uh, I rolled a five. Okay. Great. And I'm going to use luck. So, okay, William, I'm going to hand you narrative control for a second here because you spent a luck point. Why does Art agree to help you? What What's Art's husband's name? Christopher. Christopher? Okay. Something needs to be done about the Dreadringers and Carmichael. You aren't exactly the piece that we need. We could probably get things figured out without you, but... In your self-preservation to leave Rosa Kalyani, to get yourself out and to go and take care of yours in your own, you have left my friend in a compromising position with a lack of knowledge that has turned him into a mess of forgetfulness. All I'm asking for you to do is to continue being selfish and help me take down Carmichael. I need you to think about Christopher. I need you to think about what you're putting him through. And I need you to think about how he wants his life to go. Does he want to be on the run? Does he want to be evading a thousands of year old extremely well-equipped and well-resourced lord of vampires for the rest of his life, which, given the lack of resources that you have, might not be very long. He's not thousands of years old. Okay, well, I don't know very much about Carmichael. <laughs> he just wants people to think that. He was born in the 50s. <gasps> what if he's not a vampire? Wait, he was born in the 50s? Yeah. He he seems like someone who was born in the 50s. Let's be real. <laughs> um, Art taps that handgun against his knee and then sets it down on the coffee table and sinks back down to the couch and says, all right, what do you need me to do? I barely need you to do anything at all. See, like, 
I know you were just looking out for yourself and, and Christopher. I, I understand that. And you were put in a, a difficult position. I mean, you were working with VacuCon and you got out. And I, I mean, like, I believe in forgiveness, Art. I really do. I, I, in fact, I believe that like the only way that you're ever going to be able to find community again is if people are willing to forgive you and to take you in. And I would like to do that. And I'm sure my friends would also like to. So here's all I need from you. I'm not going to ask much. I just need you to tell me exactly where to find the most valuable things that Carmichael has and to tell me how to get in it. Did you know that Carmichael collects art? Like, I mean, he seems like someone who would. Paintings and even video pieces. He has some one-of-a-kind films of people doing performance art. He has sculptures and a lot of this is, you know, he just writes it off on his taxes. He never displays it. But... He's vain, too. Which means there are several pieces in his home worth, I don't know, twenty dollars to $50,000 a piece. And the real valuable stuff, he's got in a vault. Okay. I don't know how to get in. I, I, to be honest with you, it was a miracle that I ever saw the inside of his home to begin with. I can't get you past the guards, and I can't get you into the vault. I was never trusted to that degree. Hey. That's okay. I know a few people who could probably help me out with that. The very last thing I need from you, Art, and then you are free to go, and I will tell you as soon as Carmichael is not your problem anymore. I need a list. I need a list of the worst of the worst of the Dreadringers. There are three of them. There are three main groups of Dreadringers. I never got above a bellhop. That's the lowest, that's the sort of just general vampires of Carmichael's organization. That's his street folks, the people he needs to do his dirty work. Above that, you've got the doubles. There's 11 of them, and they are more powerful and more trusted. And then, above them, you've got three people. These are the Greaves. Two of them are related, actually. Uh, one of them's the aunt of one of the other guys, and then the, the third one, he's his own deal. Their names are Cirrus Wolf, uh, that's the aunt, Duncan Wolf, the uh, nephew, and Mark Gray. I don't know shit about Mark Gray. I never met him. I can tell you what I've seen them do, but... No, that's plenty. Okay. Do you want me to tell you the names of the doubles? I want you to tell me the names of everyone if you got them. I don't have everyone. There are... Last time I checked, there were almost a hundred Dreadringers. Are they all vampires? Not all. Because you're not. No. And you worked for them, so... Correct. I need to know how many I need to kill. 
you're gonna kill them all? By yourself? Oh no. There's no way I could do that on my own. Just be fucking careful. And Kelly, you cannot let this get back to me and Christopher. I would sooner rip Carmichael's head off and shove it in a box and throw it to the bottom of the ocean before letting him get to you too. He nods. I need you to write all of this down and I'm going to take the sheet of paper with me. He does. Art, I know I know. I promised you that this won't get back to you, but there's no way I can give you a 100% guarantee. You understand you're taking on risk here. Art reaches over and picks that handgun up from the coffee table and says, I'm doing things to protect us from Carmichael and Rosa. Just... Just do your best, please. Two pieces of advice from someone who's dealt with both of them. Don't underestimate Rosa. And don't... If you can help it, don't look Carmichael in the eyes. I won't have to worry about that. Hi, everybody. Keeper Sam here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pest Control. If you want to hear more from us, you can follow us on Twitter, co-host, Tumblr, and Blue Sky at Pest Control Pod. And you can find a supportive uh, community of other listeners at the Discord invite in the episode description. We'd love to see you there. Some exciting news. Pest Control now has its own wiki. You can find a link to that in the episode description. Come join us in archiving and documenting the show. Also, if you want to help us out, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or even just tell a friend? We don't pay for any advertising for the show, so really the only way that we find new listeners is through people like you. If you're enjoying the story and want to see us do more, please tell someone. We would love for new people to experience the story we're telling. The next episode of Pest Control should be out on February 11th. We'll see you then. Our promo this week is for the Storyteller Squad. We've had a couple of their members on the show, and they are just about to start their new season. Go check them out. Hello, adventurers. It's lovely to meet you. I'm Natalie, and I'm here with my friends to tell you about the next podcast series you're about to fall in love with. We are the Storyteller Squad. Have you ever wished for an actual play podcast that combined cozy slice of life with exciting fantasy adventures? Do you enjoy dramatic musical scores, original character themes, and immersive sound effects? Do you wish more shows would allow queer characters to exist beyond the angst of a will-they-won't-they dynamic and actually get to experience a healthy relationship together? Then join us as our beloved heroes face monstrous, mysterious, and magical dangers. All while finding the time to get coffee with their girlfriends or flirt awkwardly with their roommates. We are the 10 Hours Lo-Fi Mix for autumnal lesbians and witchy cryptids of actual play podcasts. That's one hell of a tagline. It's clearly what the people want. Plus, it's way too late to change our brand of storytelling now. So check out our queer-led Monster of the Week actual play series, where we flirt with the monsters about as often as we fight them. Stop making the monsters so wholesome and hot, Natalie. No, I don't think I will. Good. 
You can find the Storyteller Squad wherever you listen to podcasts. And on social media at Story Squadcast. See you out there, adventurers. Okay, everybody. Ready to start again? Uh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I need hold to hydrate. On. Let's have an adventure. So, the ground begins to teem with rats as they flood into the base of this tunnel. They are biting, and they look angry. What do you all do? I want to cast magic again. Okay. I'm going to bar a place or portal to a specific person or type of creature. Okay, great. Don't say rats. Yeah, rats. No, well, you're going to bar Skittles. I mean, it's like, Skittles not a rat, you know? I know. I, I... Skittles <laughs> a rat in the way that Goofy is a dog, you know? <laughs> I rolled a 10. <laughs> okay. On a 10 plus, your magic works without incident. These rats, it's almost like a, a tidal wave of that pink energy just lifts from the ground and throws these rats out back into the tunnels. And you see that sort of glittering pink energy, you know, fill the doorways. But the rats are piling up just outside of it. I want to add like a little detail where the rat did bite Rabbit's like ankle. Um, his like that whole ankle is just like glowing bright hot pink like ember over the gray mm-hmm. lavender that is like slowly fading. Like, like yeah. it is very clear. And that, that, it started glowing as the teeth went in. Love that. Guys, yeah, something. Uh, these are not normal rats. How did that happen? It, it really pissed Dranya off. How do you glow like that? Yeah, uh, it's the power of Dranya. She saved me from these vile, vile rats. <laughs> the agents have begun to draw their swords and stride across the chamber towards where those rats are gathering in the entrances. Can any of you track where they came from? Looking at the agents. I think Jiminy stops for just a minute and closes her eyes. And she says... They're just from the tunnels here. And and I guess other places around Norfolk in the city? God. Okay. Uh, just, just, just stay calm, everyone. We probably want to deal with this more permanently. Uh, gosh. Uh, I mean, this is, this is out of my wheelhouse. I think it is permanent. You think so? I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can we like... I, Rabbit's like, gonna like look at the rats. Like, there's clearly something going on here that is not natural. I think I want to investigate phenomena, maybe. Sure. Like, rat, they're acting, they're acting very abnormally, especially learning that like they came from all over the like the area. These are not like rats that know each other and, and chill or whatever. So like, <laughs> yeah, these aren't. You know, you know these aren't. Like, these is, aren't rats who share a bowl. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that roll. Okay. Uh, I rolled a seven plus three for ten. Okay, which questions are you asking? I think how is this phenomena doing this is what I'm largely wondering. Yeah. So, the knight's very presence and the fact that he has initiated a hunt here is affecting the creatures with some sort of magic. Not all creatures. The only ones you've seen so far are rats. It's Unclear whether there are others, mm-hmm. though Skidamore has mentioned just animals in general being potentially dangerous. And Rabbit's remembering what Butch said to Jillian or to Kelly, I forget which. To Kelly, yeah. To Kelly and the visions he saw 
that also involved other animals. Yeah. And maybe even remembering, though he's like, this is probably nothing, but when he was the jackalope on top of that building and the crows started attacking him. I will say that that is not real. I'll tell you explicitly sure. that is not related. Cool. Well, he, he has a flash of that anyway, and he's just like, I'm just starting to maybe not dig animals. I, I might be done with them for a while. But something's clearly going on. I think he shares that to the effect of like, okay, I think this is this is related. It seems a bit like a force of magical nature that maybe a, a, a result result of whatever brought you here Skidamore and and the the night guy and everything if anyone's a pitch for a second question what could fix it cure it or slow it down I was thinking about that yeah yeah I think that's I I think the phenomena is like probably what the rats are doing right now like Mm -hmm. most specifically so how do we how do we stop that stop the hunt okay all right (laughs) and I think this isn't quite going to go away until we deal with the night or whatever might be bigger. What's going through Skidamore's mind right now? I just think in this moment, the, the first thing Skidamore would think is that the night is near. Mm-hmm. Skidamore yeah. is just like, if, if the night is here, I need to boogie. I do. Th- I do think, given that like there's a, a a current weirdness that Skidamore is tangled up in, and that Skidamore was recently turned into like a rat throat or whatever, I do think Rabbit would one make sure Skidamore is okay, like nerves wise, and also ask Skidamore, do you do you know anything about this? Is this familiar to you? Flashes of eyes in the forest, watching you, Skidamore. Something dragged behind you. I think. Skidamore would just be trying to to get away from the rats. <laughs> Skidamore, would you go ahead and read me your pure drive? One emotion rules you. Fear. Whenever you have a chance to indulge that emotion, you must do so immediately or act under pressure to resist. So go ahead and give me an act under pressure roll. Okay. Oh my god. So that's going to be a five. Five. Total. Okay. Great. Awesome. Go ahead and mark experience. Woohoo. Oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Great. Oh, great. No, fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Skidamore. Without thinking, you sprint into the tunnels. And very, very quickly, you are lost. Kelly, I'm assuming that you've been on a Discord call, but I'm not positive about that. Do we want to have the moment where Rabbit calls you, where you get the do-do-do, and then pick up and there's like rats in the background? And uh, Skidamore's gone. I think that like can happen right now. Great, let's just do that then. Is that, is that like Skype? Yeah, Skype, yeah. It's Skype, yeah. <laughs> Burned in right Kelly, here. Kelly, 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 Hey, um, rats in the tunnels. Be wary of animals near you. Skidamore, um, away. Um, are you okay? Are you safe? Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Wait, Skidamore. Skidamore is away from you. Yeah, yeah, Skidamore was trying to was, was trying to like deal with the, the rats that are attacking us, and I they, they, uh, they're, they're gone down there. But um, it's gonna be okay. I just are you? Chase, you need to chase them. Yeah, don't okay. let them don't let I, them get far enough ch- away from you to forget. And go, and that, 
Rabbit like like w was kind of wanting to and like started going and I think starts losing signal as it gets deeper into the tunnels, right? Um, yeah. But that's fine. Man. Yeah. We'll come back to that, Kelly. What are you up to? Well, I'm like I'm probably I'm at the whole like the tunnel entrance for the divot. Great. Then you see the Mothman slinking up to the entrance. Hey, come here. <laughs> hey, cryptid. Right. Or Kelly. Which one are? Which one? Where? Are you, how are you dressed right now? I put the I put the ski mask on. Cool. Okay. Cryptid. <laughs> Mothman. <laughs> I fixed my mask. Oh yeah, great. I actually do like it. <laughs> it turns out they are very cheap on Amazon. <laughs> oh, oh, you got it. You got it on Amazon, huh? I didn't get the first one from Amazon. Did you make the first one? I found it. You found? Okay. Can you tell me the actual information you came here to tell me? There is a knight holed up in the first St. Mary's Church of Norfolk. Okay. The police have formed a perimeter outside. Some people have escaped the church and have said the knight killed the priest inside. Huh. The cops have sent a SWAT team inside, but no one has heard from them. Uh, and so there are hostages in there? It appears so. In addition, I saw Simon Pip there. What the fuck? <laughs> it appears his daughter is one of the hostages. Wait. Oh. Didn't she kill you? Sharon? Yeah. I mean, like, I they said she, she was texting Jillian about, about you, about taking care of it, and, like, was like, it's taken care of, and then you were dead. This is not information you have shared with me. <laughs> Wait, no, it totally is. It's not. I promise you it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I told you, like, right away. <laughs> no, I, I would have told you that, like, right... Okay. So you have been searching for why I am still alive. I was beginning to think your promise meant nothing. God, you are just like Butch. Which, again, you're not going to know who that is, but you two are so alike. It's uh, getting it from both sides here. And, and usually I like that. I know you have bigger things going on, but this is important to me. <sighs> I would like to return to my family. Yeah. No, I I understand that. I'm I'm sorry. My sister is graduating this year. Or no, she's not. She's not. She's not. She's not. She is I I'm just I'm 2 weeks out from retirement. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. My wife is pregnant. Um <laughs> <laughs> My dog is also pregnant. <laughs> My sister will be a sophomore next year. I would like to spend time with her again. Can you can you not? As you are? Someone assassinated me, Kelly. If I spend time around my family, I may be putting them at risk. Yeah, you know what? You really, yes. Very, very silly thing for me to say. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, we do need to figure that out still. Because your family is in danger. Especially if, like, the people who you know, killed you know that you're still alive. So 
You have terrible bad side manner. <laughs> I, I will take the constructive criticism. Thank you, Mothman. Okay. Yes. You know what? You know what? Yeah, you've helped me. You've helped me a lot. Let's, um, I do, I have a thing that I'm supposed to be doing right now, where we're trying to take out the Dreadbringers and Carmichael. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> the Mothman, like, <laughs> takes a step back. Wow. That is a big job. Yeah. Um, it is. I have a lot of... I've got a lot of help, sort of, right now. <laughs> Mothman gestures to themselves. Yes, and you're... You, you, buddy, are a big part of that. For sure. Do you do you remember when you when you drove the cop car and I told you that I I owe you one? Very clearly. Do you want to cash it in now or after? I've I've held off long enough on helping you, and I know I know that the thing that I'm doing is important, and I need to like I need to do this to protect you know the community of Norfolk and everything. But you you are. And were a big part of the community of Norfolk, and and I, I think I would be doing a disservice to like my ideology here if I just kept holding off on helping you. I can't ask that of you. I just want some reassurance that this isn't my life. Forever. This is not your life forever. Okay. You are my second priority. <laughs> Kelly's been saying a lot of different things for his second priority. <laughs> <laughs> the Mothman says, I appreciate that. What can I do to help with the Dreadringers? You're good with technology? I went to college for electrical engineering. Cool. We're going to do a deep fake. That... <laughs> that is not what electrical engineering is. <laughs> don't worry. We, we don't have to do any of the actual electrical engineering. I don't think you know what electrical engineering is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think I'm, I got a pretty good idea. Skinamore. <laughs> you race into the darkness and you hear the horde of rats turn to follow you. You turn down one tunnel, then the next, and before long, you're in a completely unrecognizable part of the tunnel system down here. What do you do? I want to use the site. Again, this is, at least at this point, unintentional on Skidamore's end. But if they can get any detection of something that could lead them to Elodie, whether that's an in invisible entity or, or something. The site says, you can see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences. You may communicate with, maybe even make deals with the spirits you see. And they give you more opportunities to spot clues when you investigate a mystery. So I think that's the role we need from you here, Skidamore, is investigate a mystery. Okay. 
I got an eight plus one, so nine. Okay. Which question do you want to ask? What is being concealed here? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Skidamore, on the floor of the tunnels ahead of you are some scattered fog petals. There are a few of them that are sticking out of the wall. And as you walk towards them and reach down to pick them up, you think you see someone's face reflected in one of them. And as you look around, trying to figure out, first of all, whether there is someone behind you that could have reflected in that, you realize that there is a very narrow crack in the tunnel wall. Is it big enough for me to squeeze through? It is. There is just enough space for you to squeeze in here because of how small you are. You see additional fog petals embedded in the walls there, and you see more faces. And for a second, you think you see Elodie's. Then I absolutely make myself wiggle into the crack. And as I'm going through, I'm going to try and collect as many fog petals as possible and put them in my pocket. You wiggle through this crack, shoulders to the side, kind of arms up, working through this crack for a minute or two before it begins to open up again and you emerge on the far side where there appears to be much larger fog petals that are embedded in the walls and the floor of the cave here. And you also hear someone whistling. Like maybe the whistling is coming from a fog pedal or just like... That it's coming from further down the tunnel. It's hard, it's, it's impossible for you to say whether it's coming from the fog pedal or not. Elodie? Elodie, can you hear me? The whistling stops. And in the silence, you hear the rats begin to work their way through that crack in the tunnel behind you. Skidamore takes a closer look at one of the fog petals that they've pocketed. They take it back out and look at it. They sniff it. And they also kind of nibble on it. As you nibble on this fog petal, I mean, it tastes like it's it's a crystal. Like it, it really is like it's just a crystal. Are you trying to figure out what it can do? Yes. Uh, I think that Skidamore would know that because Rabbit in a previous episode mentioned that the fog petals can hold ghosts in them. Then I, I guess I want to find out where the whistling was coming from. Okay. You continue to walk down this tunnel and you begin to hear footsteps coming back towards you. Do you stop? Yes. I push myself up against the tunnel wall, crouching down, and I, I'm listening. Are you trying to avoid being seen? I, I don't know. I don't know what's good. I, I feel like uh, Skidamore has no idea what's going on. Um, the, I mean, they're in defense mode if if something bad is about to happen, but they also, they have been calling out to Elodie, so if if it's a way to her, they want to be open for that as well. Great. Oh, there's a way to Elodie. Then I need you to roll me act <laughs> under pressure, Skidamore. Is Skidamore far enough away from rabbit to forget who rabbit is? 
Yeah, at this point, yes. I mean, well, let me not say that. I think Rabbit will need to make a act under pressure role to catch up with Skidamore, and on a failure, the answer will be yes. All right. Um, I got a seven, which includes my plus one. Okay. On a seven to nine, there is going to be a hard choice price to pay. I think this person turns the corner and you lash out at them. So how much harm do your claws, or you have only teeth? Do you have only teeth or do you have teeth and claws? I think I just have teeth. Okay, okay. Then you lunge at this person as they turn the corner and bite into them. And this person shrieks and pushes you away. And then as you both have fallen to the ground here and in the low light here, you see a person that you don't recognize, Skidamore. This is Ace Aruna. Oh. And Ace scrambles back up and says, hey, 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 I'm not gonna hurt you. I don't wanna hurt you. What are you doing here? I, I, I really don't know. I, all I know is- Wait, Ace can't understand Skidamore. No, they can, they can. Billy's magic affects Skidamore, not the people around them. Ah. I think mm -hmm. Billy's magic allowed Skidamore to be understood and to understand the people around them. But it's good to keep in mind. It is good audience, to keep in mind. Thank you, know? you for keeping me honest. They say, are you lost? Yes. Also, what is, what is following you? Rats, a lot of, a lot of rats. How did you get in here? Uh, through the tunnels. Are you part, <laughs> uh, are you part of Dranja, Dranya? Uh, Skidamore's no. Just, uh, <laughs> Wait, do you know? like like desperately holding on to anything that like could connect. Yeah. So yeah. they're just. Uh, do you do you know? Um, who are who are you? <laughs> Skidamore's just like fucking tell me. <laughs> who are you? Ace tentatively extends a hand and says, "My name's Ace. I don't want to freak you out." They kind of bare their teeth and tap on their canines. I'm a vampire, but I'm not here to hurt you or anyone else. You said Dranya, do you know Nami? Yes, yes I do. Clutch. <laughs> Are you friends? I think so. <laughs> I think so, you're taking a book from Kelly? I think so. Wow. They fed for you... my golden blood. <laughs> <laughs> that's why That's why they said maybe. Uh, they're not sure if friends is the right word anymore. <laughs> it's a little uh -huh. intimate. In fact, Skidamore, I think you see a familiar pink aura around Ace. Mm, okay. Skidamore's defenses drop a bit and they start sniffing ace and just say i they're here i'm i'm with nami i ran away because rats are chasing me okay so what are you doing here i'm trying to keep people safe down here it's dangerous in the tunnels no it's not <laughs> okay i'm uh, uh I'm making sure that something doesn't happen. What? 
I'm making sure somebody doesn't use a thing that could be... How much do you know about magic? The rats behind you. <laughs> Skidamore's eyes widen a little bit and they say, well, I haven't had the best experience with magic, but I am learning that not all magic is bad. Why, what do you know about magic? Less than I wish I did. Rabbit, mm -hmm. I'd like you to make an act under pressure roll if you're going after Skidamore. Yeah, and I think Rabbit would have like started running pretty much immediately when he saw Skidamore going off because he's thinking about like not getting separated from Skidamore especially. So we'll see how, yeah. Nami, yeah. I want to give you the opportunity to, if you are also going, please yeah. also roll act cool. under pressure. Oh, I totally am. All right, so I am following Skidamore. Oh, <laughs> I'm not, this This can't be a luck point moment, but I rolled a four. Jesus Christ, <laughs> you failed twice this episode. Oh, wait, 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 plus cool? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, plus one for five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just how it's going to be, I think. All right. I rolled a 14. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Sam. Just just for just for unnecessary measures, I'm gonna take a plus one forward from my uh, investigate a phenomenon roll since I am acting on the fact that these rats are related to Skidamore. So I'm at a six. Actually, I think that yeah. makes sense. Mm. Great. Mm. Awesome. Totally. Wait, wait. You're at a six. No, no. Um, no. <laughs> wait. wait. Uh, I'm gonna roll help out. <laughs> Kelly cannot roll help out. I here. can. I'm on a Discord call. No. Go no, faster. No. Can I roll help out? I'll roll help you hear, out. You hear in your ears. Roll, you gotta go roll, fast. Can, yeah. Nami can. Nami roll a 14. I rolled a 10. Okay. That brings <laughs> oh, Rabbit oh up my to God, a 7. I, that's cool. Hey, my, my joke worked out mechanically for me. I'll go ahead and delete that uh, experience point. And <laughs> great. Thanks, Nami. Yeah. Here is what happens. Nami, you take off into the tunnel. And after a moment, you realize that Rabbit is not as you were thinking right behind you. And you turn just as you see rats begin to swarm around them. And Rabbit, the seven to nine result here is that I think you're gonna get bit again. Okay, bite me. And this is gonna be multiple rats. Okay. All biting you okay. at the same time. Okay. So oh, I need I see you to how take, you're doing your little work around, Sam. I need you to take three harm. Okay. Which becomes one harm due to your because armor. I have two armor. Okay. And go ahead and roll me a weird. All right. I'll go ahead and take one harm and I'm going to roll weird. Oh, God. Okay. Five plus three is eight. And this is rolling weird, you said? This is rolling weird. Yes. That is a nine. Great. So you're only going to choose one of these. Wait, here. No, I'll, I'll roll help out. So it was like. Uh, you hear in your ears, uh, get away from the rats. This is the consequence of, of Kelly not being around. Get away from is, the rats. Is, it's much harder to help, to justify helping. Both people helping Kelly and Kelly helping anyone. So if it was a 10, I would avoid the effects of the poison, but because it's a 7 to 9, I choose one effect. That is correct. 12 plus. Hmm. Huge. Hmm. Hmm. Huge if true. Huge if true. I'm really interested in mutated. It like makes so much sense with Rabbit's like whole deal. Yeah. I, it has absolutely. to be. That's why I put it on the list. Oh, that's great. Okay. So yeah. Mutated. The creature that bit you absorbs a bit of your essence. The keeper will tell you how it changes and what new abilities it has. Um, oh, so, and I cannot choose the same effect twice. 
Honestly, I think this is probably a, a very bad thing to happen, but I think it's really cool to see how Sam's going to turn rabbit into or this into rabbit. Anyway, as this rat bites you, it kicks off of you, rabbit, and you see it gently glide over to the wall of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. The rats have gravity magic now. The like the rats, like the swarm of them, all seem to or. That when this one gets to the others and spreads. Okay. Yes. Now, is that an if? Sure. Do you want to make another roll here? I do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Nami! And points at the slowly, like, big, like. I'm going to hit it. <laughs> okay. Great. Roll me. Roll me. Kick some ass, Nami. Okay. Eight plus two. So, so ten. Okay, Nami, what's your extra effect? I suffer less harm. Great. You're only going to take two harm from these rat bites. Is that equal to your armor? I have one armor, <sighs> Sam. Oh. Go ahead and give me a weird roll, Nami. Okay. <laughs> Come on, baby. Don't let me tell. <laughs> I, I, the good news is the rats really don't well. have gravity magic. Yeah. Ten. 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 Okay, great. On a ten plus, great. you avoid the five. effects of the poison. We all get one. <laughs> you smash this rat against the wall of the tunnel, and the two of you just, like, mm-hmm. book it. Just book it. <laughs> yeah, I think Rabbit does a leap over the rats a little bit, or at least some of them, and a little, a little glide hop for a second. <laughs> These rats are much, much slower than you, and you are sort of having to wade through little streams of them as you go after Skidamore. You find yourselves at that little crack in the tunnel wall, and on the opposite side, you see rats spilling out down the tunnel, and you see Skidamore talking to Ace. The two of them are about to be engulfed by a swarm of rats. Skidamore, I want to give you the chance to do something here if you want. I want to try and manipulate the rats somehow. Or better yet, actually, I want to try and call on any spirit that would listen from the oh, all your little from rats. the fog petals. You may communicate with and maybe even make deals with the spirits you see. Skidamore, you see a face reflected in one of the fog petals. What do you ask it? Can you call off the hunt, please? Hmm. Go ahead and roll me manipulate someone. Oh my god. That is a whomping one because I have a negative one for charm. Oh no, no, it's two. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you mark experience. Does that hey, yes. level you up? Hey. Yes! The face looks out at you from the fog petal, purses its lips, and shakes its head. And you are overrun by a horde of rats. Skidamore, you are going to take three harm here. Go ahead and roll me plus weird. 
Oh, yay. So it's 10 plus 3. 13. 13. Skidmore, as these rats are biting you, you are throwing them off and moving. And Nami and Rabbit, you two see tiny, shadowy fingers being put over Skidmore's skin just before the rats bite down. And you see, stretched out on the floor, a shadowy figure. Does this figure look familiar? It does, Nami. Oh. It's Butch. 